Hello and welcome to another episode of Be Kind, Be Positive, Be Yourself. Today is episode 166, and today I want to talk a little bit about protecting our energy. You may have heard this idea before, protecting our energy, and this is something that I've been aware of for a little bit of time. It's I will be very transparent with you right now. It's something that I'm still really working hard on getting better at. It's something that naturally is a little bit challenging for me. If you are a giver by nature or if you are someone that likes to make other people happy, not always before yourself, but maybe before yourself, or your your natural tendency is to be checking in on other people. If you're the friend that's always checking in on people, or if you work in a job that you have to give, or you're in the human, you know, the nursing industry, teaching industry, any business that is centered around making sure people are better, taking care of people in a way or supporting people in some way. My boxes have been checked. I obviously, well, not obviously, if, you, if you're not familiar, I'm a teacher, elementary to be specific, so very, uh, very centered around supporting people and <laughs> supporting young minds, younger people who are not always regulated, as you can imagine. I'm also naturally a giver. I like to check in on my people. I like to make sure people are taken care of. I give a lot, and if you're if you're feeling like that, this episode may hit you a little bit deeper. Not to say that uh, being a giver or or uh, being someone that naturally has maybe gives their energy is any better or worse. It's not. Uh, we're all just a little bit different, and being authentic and being you know recognizing kind of what our tendencies are, I think, can help us live a little bit of a a more accurate life and um, improve the things so that we can feel balanced and calm and, and fulfilled. So protecting our energy. I'll start with why are we talking about this? Well, um, my job, <laughs> students in fifth grade are dysregulated quite often. And, and what I mean by dysregulated, not calm. Basically, and and I also want to say this. I'm going to talk about things about the brain. I'm not a professional about about how the brain works. I've heard it many times in professional developments. I've been to many seminars about how the brain works because truly to to be a full-rounded teacher, in my opinion, to be the best teacher you can be and just be like the best friend or the best partner or really just be a really in-tune human being, it's, it's, it's very helpful to understand how the brain works. I'm not fully there yet so i want you to take that with a grain of salt as they say for full context and honesty not a professional with the brain but i've heard a little bit about the brain i'm going to share what i know so when the brain becomes dysregulated it's called flipping the lid you might have heard this before there's there's a there's a kind of a symbol or a visual analogy if you put your thumb take your take your palm open it so that your palm is to this the ceiling all your fingers are, are out flat. If you put tuck your thumb in, then curl all the rest of the four over your thumb. You know how kind of have a fist. Your thumb's tucked in there tight. That's your brain when it's calm and regulated. We call it flipping the lid for kids and education when the four fingers go up and your thumb is exposed. I forget. I think it's your amygdala is what it's called. There's a certain part of your brain that, that's all about regulation. When your lid is flipped, you're dysregulated. Your brain is in fight, flight, or freeze mode. Kids get there quite often, some more than others, but as you can imagine, when the lid is flipped, you can't be talked to. 
your reasoning is off because you you are lit quite literally in fight flight or freeze mode you're in like survival mode and it looks differently for everyone everyone's brain is works a little bit differently my point about talking about the brain and being dysregulated is that sometimes when we're dysregulated or even you know adults kids no matter who we're talking about here when someone's dysregulated they might say things or they might act in a way that's hurtful towards other people they're dysregulated so their brain is not acting as if it's calm it th- it's perceiving things to be as a threat so that people might defend themselves they might go on the the attacking with words or you know their actions and, and so on protecting our energy slides in here when you know as a teacher i have to protect my energy as a human i have to protect my energy as a friend i'm trying to protect my energy taking care of myself for my self-care journey you got to protect your energy it looks differently for all of us it might be at your job that you really have to work hard to protect your energy it might be in your friend your, your your friend group it might be just out and about in the public can i give you an example this was actually this is actually kind of crazy Sometimes I forget that when you go out in public, not everyone's operating on the same wavelength, let's just say politely. I was at Walmart, and I was in line, right? I was waiting for that self-checkout. You know that curve when you're going into the self-checkout? Like, I feel like cattle. I feel like we're cattle. When you go in the self-checkout, there's like that little square, right? We all walk into it. There's like 20 self-checkouts in Walmart. Not everyone's the same, but it's like pretty jam-packed. And it was after work, so I'm talk. We're talking like four thirty, five o'clock. People are after work; they just want to get home. We're just trying to get our items. I had like two items, right? I'm waiting in line. Someone comes up, like they went to get the Snickers. You know, right before you get into the self checkout, they do this, right? They put all the candy right before you get into the self checkout. I I always get candy on accident. They they do it. I'm like the prime person that they're trying to get, right? They're putting all the candy there right before you head home. That's me. Anyway, guy behind me goes around me real close, real close, almost dusted me on the shoulder. He goes and gets, I don't even remember what he got. He went, came back. Now, mind you, I'm trying to keep like two, three, four feet of, and the person in front of me is not moving, so I'm just waiting politely. And the fellow behind me, he's like right up behind me. With the cart too, he's like he's like right up behind me, you know. It's like when when I was going shopping with my parents, specifically my dad, I would never pay attention as a kid, and I would be driving the cart. Bless my dad's heart, he would let me drive the cart for like two seconds, and then that got taken away very quickly because I'd be looking at all the fun items on the shelf, and I would always take out my dad's ankle with the cart from behind, like psh, right into him. And he'd be like, "Okay, that's enough of that," because he's on a mission. It's like Sunday, we're trying to get groceries. I'm just absolutely taking his ankles out. That's what I felt like with this dude. He was right up on me. And, you know, I try to be polite. Try to be polite. Dust it off. Not say anything. Just just look ahead. And so I, I'm, I'm checking my phone because I'm waiting for the person in front of me. And this guy, this guy comes up right behind me. You know when you can just feel the person right behind you? Like the personal space boundary has been absolutely destroyed. He's right up on me. And uh, I turn and say, hey, how you doing? You know, that's my passive aggressive. I'll admit that was my passive aggressive way of saying, like, please back up. I said, hey, how we doing? He's like, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? He's any any he motions. He does a hand motion for me to move, like go. He's like, good. How you doing? Basically, move, like go up. Oh man. Inside, I was I was hot. I was hot. I became dysregulated, but you know. 
you have to protect your energy in that moment. And I and I took took everything to just turn around and just walk to the open, you know, walk into the self checkout. My point with this story, I try to make it light and, and funny. But I was inside. I was so heated. It was a little thing, just a little tiny thing. It was the hand motion for me. He like shooed me to go. Ooh, it drove me crazy. My point is like protecting my energy in that moment was just walking away. Like I'm not even just gonna. I'm just gonna just continue on. Let's protect the energy I got left. Let's just move away from the situation. This happens all the time for us, whether it's comments, whether it's texts, whether it's. Little things like that in public with someone you have no idea who it is. Or honestly, sometimes it's more hurtful when it's somebody you care about. But we have to protect our energy. And it looks differently for people. For me, I started walking at a, at a lake near my house after work, and that's protecting my energy. Or I just order a pizza from Casey's guilt-free, and I'm like, you know what? I, I want to do this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's me protecting my energy as well. So there's many ways we can do this, and it looks differently for all of us. Journaling is also, I've mentioned uh, many times before, journaling is something that helps me get it out of my head and just onto the paper. It helps me a lot. That's a way to protect my energy. Is it always possible to protect your energy in the moment? Absolutely not, in my opinion. But it's, it's vital. Because as soon as we stop protecting our energy and we give and we give and we give and we give into those moments we will become dysregulated our brain will not be regulated anymore and then we're not going to be the truest version of ourselves and this is something i tell my students all the time all the time i'm very upfront and honest with them and i and i feel like this it's kind of crazy i'm having the realization that i it's so much easier for me to be honest with my students than my friends or the people that i love right i'm so honest with them and i use this sentence all the time if they're not meeting an expectation like they're blurting a lot or they're really just not listening and it's been all day of that i say this is what i need from you if we can't do this, we're going to go to a silent classroom because especially if we have something like at the end of the day, like parties or things that require a lot of energy and, and patience from me to make it a best experience for them, I will tell them, okay, the end of the day is really important for us and I want you to have a good experience. But if we continue what we're doing, we're not going to have a good experience because I have a lot that I have to bring to the table. You know, you get to, to my students, you get to just show up for this. There's a lot of planning on my end that you might not see. If we continue like this, I'm not going to show up as the best version of myself, and that will be that will impact negatively the experience that we all have in here. I wish I could say that to my friends or people that I feel like are falling short. That I don't know why it's easier for me to group, you know, 18, 19, 20 fifth graders. It's way easier, and I'm really practicing trying to do that in the adult land, adult world with my friends or with people that I love or in any situation where I need to protect my energy. It's a lot easier for me in my fifth grade class. Shout out to my fifth grade homies. 
Um, but man, is protecting your your energy important? I don't know how you try to protect your energy. How do you, how do you feel? Do you give your energy a lot? Do you have ways that you protect your energy? I know certain people in my life that are like experts at this. They protect their energy so well. If they don't want to go out on a weekend, they say no. And they're very honest about it. And I respect that so much. Try to take notes on it. I'm like, wow, you just said you just say no? You're just honest? You just say no? You're like, no, I'm just going to stay in. I'm, I'm tired. I'm going to protect my energy. Wow, you just do that? Amazing. So I'm trying to get better at it. I've noticed that when I prioritize, it's like prioritizing myself in that bucket, in that self-love bucket, in that grouping, uh, protecting your energy is right there, in my opinion. Some people do it really well. Myself, I just need a little more practice. I'm trying. I feel like I've gotten a lot better at it, but something that I'm always trying to, and I feel like it just, it, it scoops in with that patience as well. I have found myself to become a little bit more patient and in, when I'm in tune with myself, when I'm when I'm being patient. But if I'm giving all the time, I'll have nothing left for myself. And that's when I noticed, like, I was thinking about this before I sat down to record. In traffic, when I am dysregulated and when I have no energy left, I, I am very short in traffic. And I've noticed this the past couple days. I'll be driving home from work. And honestly, the other driver's really doing nothing wrong. They're just driving a little bit slow. And this is me. I'm a slow driver. Medium, I'd say. I drive the speed limit everywhere. And it drives people nuts on the interstate especially. But I don't hang out in the left lane before you get on me. I'm not one of those. I don't hang out in the left lane. Okay? I'm like a middle. If it's a four-laner, I'm like middle two. I dominate the middle two. Okay? I'm driving speed limit. That's 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 my sweet spot. But, man, I've been in that left lane. I've been, like, kind of on people. Not dangerous, not a bumper, but, like, I've been, like, saying, like, come on, hurry up, like, stuff like that. In my car by myself, It's if, if you were a fly on the wall, you'd probably think I've lost my absolute mind. But when I'm dysregulated, like, that's not who I am. I'm usually a pretty patient, dri- pretty patient driver. I'm just got the crank, crank the tunes up. I'm li- living life warm weather like weather's getting better my windows are cracked they're down got the air got the breeze hitting me right but wow have i been dysregulated these past couple days my energy's been gone but that's my point when my energy's not protected it's out the window i have nothing left and that's the version i'm showing up as myself can you imagine what that does to our relationships like with our partners with people we love with our parents our siblings our family friends kids for me it's like my students can you imagine if we just put all of our energy, we don't protect it, don't protect it, and it goes out the window, and then we still have the rest of the day, we have to show up, and we have no energy left. No more patience, no more kindness, the words that we use, the shortness with our friends, or the shortness with the people that we're interacting with, it's all there. So it's it, it's like spreading energy throughout our day, or throughout our week, or a month, or however, you know, the year, however you want to view it. In your interactions, how are you protecting your energy? It's like little tiny things. It's little conversations at work. It's little conversations with your partner or your family or your kids. I'm not a parent. I don't currently have a partner. So that area, you know, I can't really speak on too much. I've had partners in the past. You got to protect your energy. To me, it's honesty. It's patience. It's driven by those things. Honesty, patience, 
prioritizing yourself, prioritizing your family, you know. I don't know, friends. I'm not an expert. I'm just uh, a human on this floating rock. just trying to give my perspective. Also, this is completely random, but for the first time ever, 166 episodes in, I finally, I wore headphones. I've always seen people do podcasts, like in interviews, wearing headphones. I don't understand why. It's for playback or like some really smart engineering thing. But wow, does it feel different? I feel a little professional. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I feel a little more profesh. It's kind of cool. So anyway, there's a little tidbit you got there for free. Um, but anyway, I don't want to take up any more of your time. This episode's been a little bit longer, but we're just vibing. Um, I want you, and I'm going to do the same. How are you going to protect your energy this week moving forward? In what ways? What does that look like for you? Is that leaving work earlier? Is that, what is that? There's a million examples I couldn't even hit, like, couldn't even scratch your surface. Like, what does that look like for you? For me, it's continuing to walk at the lake. It is being honest. It is being honest with myself. Being honest with myself. What do I need? Protecting my energy. Protecting my energy at work. Protecting my energy for myself. Okay? So let's commit to that. Let's commit to ourselves here. I like to think of it, when I go walk, it's like a two-mile lap, right? It's two miles on the dot. And I tell myself this. I'm like, what a great choice you just made. You just put two miles into yourself. It's like 32, 33 minutes. Like you just decided to put 33 minutes of walking for your own mental health. Like that's pretty beautiful. Like what do you decide? You're making the choice. Like so we sometimes forget this. There's so many choices we can make every time that we prioritize ourselves, or we protect our energy or we, or we decide to sit like give ourselves a shout out or say I'm proud of myself. Like that's a choice you're making. So please remember that. That's an awesome choice that you made. And you deserve credit for that. So let's continue to try to remember to be kind, be positive, and be ourselves. First time I've ever used that plural, maybe. Be kind, be positive, be ourselves. Wow, that was cool. And please remember to take care of yourselves and your friends. Check in on your friends and the people that you love. And uh, I hope that you have people checking in on you. If not, I'm here for you. How are you, genuinely? How's your mental? How's your physical? How are you feeling? And let's continue to remember that Black Lives Matter. I will say this again, especially right now in the world that we're living in, especially if you live in the United States, you know how it is. Let's remember that trans rights are human rights, and the trans folks' existence is an existence. I I feel like there's so many people that I this isn't a main part of the podcast, but it's I just want to take this platform to say like we have so many people that are are missing that. They're deciding that other people's existence aren't real. And, the, and and I'm just gonna call I'm gonna keep it clean, but I think that's BS. So stick up for the people that need it. Let's like honor people's existence as who they want to be, because it's not really, in my opinion, our it's not our place to tell people how to live their lives. So let's just honor people and uh, spread more love, please. Remember that you deserve happiness and you deserve love and that this world is a, a way better place with you, with you here in it and uh we're not just here to survive we're here to thrive baby so i will talk to you on the next one take care of yourself check in on your friends and uh talk to you soon friend